Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Luxury Healing, baby. <laughs> Luxury healing means that we mind the business that pays, right? I'm not going to be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just going to make me sad and I'm going to have buyer's remorse. I'm going to spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that, you know, make me feel good and, and go to places that make me feel good and things that resonate. Living is a luxury, don't you think? When we're talking about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury. So when we talk about luxury healing, it's not always going to be cute. It's not always going to be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? <laughs> and when you're in an unhealed space and you go to jail, that costs money. You know, when you're in an unhealed space and, and you're doing things, you know, to your kids or you're, you're not paying your child support or you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot of us don't have. right now, I knew was getting ready to happen. And so as a result, 
me and my family prepared. We, you know, lived below our means. You just saw me go to Vegas, burn up some money, whatever, whatever. That was money that I had worked very hard for. I consistently have four jobs. And so I feel bad for the people that trusted this country enough or trusted another person enough to make sure that you and your family ate. And that's what we're supposed to do because that's our job. But, like, I just never had the luxury of having one job or having one hustle, you know. Some people's hustle, I know a woman right now, she works for the government, and her side hustle is just literally just being kind. I, I know for myself, like, she's on my list of people that I have to send out these care packages to because now is the time for us to be not so much just bartering but just being kind. You know, now is not the time for me to... Um, be someone else's rock that never stood still for me. And so I think this is a time I just got off um, an amazing show. I I told you guys about these people before. Um, They're called Eight at the Table. You can follow them on Instagram at Eight at the Table. It's one of the best shows, I think, because it's super transparent, it's super raw, and I like that. I don't like when motherfuckers get up there and they're all serious and they don't tell the real truth about marriage or they don't tell the real truth about being a parent or they don't tell the real truth about being a whore or about being, you know, a mistress or about being a, you know, whatever it is that they are, a side dude, you know. This show, I definitely was on there um, today just watching, and I literally was planning to fly out there so I could actually appear on a segment because they were like, just let us know you coming out here. I'm like, yeah, I'm coming through. You know, my Aunt Joyce is out there, my Uncle Scotty. They're in the section, Westchester County, where they have the worst cases, so ain't no telling at this point. But I love that show, um, Eight on the Table, and I'm a, I'm a huge, uh, I will say, responder to that show because – I think there's a little bit of an age gap, and I'm learning that it's not even the 20-somethings. The 20-somethings are like the teens now. The 30-somethings think they know something. This is a fact. They think they know something, and I think that the parental shift started happening around that time because those of us in our late 30s and early 40s are like, oh, bitch, you just buckle up. (laughs) You just buckle up. You just wait till life starts beating your ass, you know. And this is one of those times when life is starting to whoop everybody's ass. You know, it was, you know, there's a meme going around saying that, like, girls that were curving dudes are now texting them back, like, yeah, you know, Merry Christmas to you too, like, you know, shit like that. And I just, I really never had these types of problems. I never had a full DM. I never had cats. I mean, I had cats that will get aggressive for a period of time, but when you don't respond to them or when you ain't paying them no attention. And I've always said, I can't fuck with nobody that I can't lean on in a time of crisis. And that doesn't necessarily have to be financial. I might just want you to come lay with me for a little bit and just, you know, give me a list love on me a little bit. Not necessarily even sex. Just come lay with me. Let me feed you with some. Feed me some. Give me some grapes or something. Bring me some flowers. You know, just make me feel feminine. Make me feel like a woman so I can go back out here being a beast. And I think that... um a lot of y'all relationships are going to deteriorate after this pandemic because of the fact that y'all really never liked each other in the first place. My girlfriend today was looking for an apartment. And she's like, oh, my God, everything's like $1,000. You know, no one makes that kind of money. I'm like, bitch, yes, the fuck people do make that kind of money to afford something like that. And a lot of times, you know, she has to understand as well that there's two incomes coming into a lot of people's homes. So, you know, Pat yourself on the back if it doesn't even, you don't even have to be a single mom. Pat yourself on the back if you've been holding it down 
for your family, for yourself, and for anybody else, and it's just you doing it. Pat yourself on the back for that. There's, there's no reason that you shouldn't take whatever it is that this great country wants to give you. Take it. they giving you a check, take it. They're giving you something, take it. Okay, maybe this pandemic is because everybody needed to go sit down and have a rest. Maybe this pandemic is because there needed to be like some type of purge of negative energy and people on the Internet front. Like every industry that was flashy and that was about getting things from China and selling them back to you, just putting it in a different package, I shied away from a lot of those businesses when I was trying to come up with a business model for something that I could do to make some side money. I gave away um, two businesses where I said, this ain't my thing because I'm old as fuck. This ain't my thing, but I'm going to give it to you because I know you're going you're gonna to run with it. You know, this is what you need to do. And they're like, oh, wow, thank you. And those girls are thriving right now. And I'm proud of that. That's why I said when I leave here, I know somebody's going to put me a park bench somewhere with my name on it. I really appreciate that because I'm doing my due diligence. I'm sending out kits and boxes. Y'all know I just found out that my fake boyfriend – Slim Thug down there in Houston, Texas, the one we were at his brunch and everything like that, um, he just, you know, tested positive for the coronavirus. And it's funny because people that know, I feel like y'all cursed that man, like, yo, she was so, you know, enamored with his face and shit that, you know, these motherfuckers y'all couldn't take. Some of y'all laughing at this motherfucker. It's not funny. You know, and it's crazy because he was talking about online, he was saying, like, yeah, he was like, don't fuck with no bras that fuck with these NBA dudes because all the NBA's, you know, testing positive for that shit. This is the man that's careful, you know. He did go through his little whole stage. He said he hadn't been nowhere, so maybe it came from a takeout place, whatever, but he's fucked up. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to send you some elderberry tincture because he has the syrup, and, you know, I tell you all all the time, my company, 716 CBD, we sell the – um, the tincture, that's 100% 80 proof alcohol. That's not in the berry. That's it. You know, I, I'm, I would add CBD to his because he smokes. So he he needs something that's going because he can't smoke weed right now because he'll be fucked up. Um, but I have some packages going out to some celebrity types on the West Coast, um, some girls that I actually admire. They were trying to give back to one girl. She was originally selling her uh, e-package for $200, like to how to learn and grow a business online. This is a girl that makes well into the six figures, younger girl. She's, I think she's about 30, 32. She has a sister, and I adore her and her sister for what they're doing, their message. I remember she was in an abusive relationship. I reached out to her. So you become, you know, so I don't use the Internet to pimp dudes or to try to, like, put myself out there or to show my titties or anything like that. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I'm just saying that's not what I use it for. I use it as a tool. I use it as a journal, a notebook. That's why I have 13,000 posts on my Instagram, at miss.d.scott, and I don't erase shit because I love when people come back and say, oh, you just jumping on the bandwagon for this. When Kobe Bryant passed away, a lot of y'all didn't even know that he had won Golden Globes, Emmys, all types of shit, Oscars for uh, one of the uh, documentaries he did probably about five or six years ago called Muse. I had posted all about it because I couldn't give a fuck about basketball. I just want to know how people that are great, I want to know how they live. I want to know how they function. I want to study what it is you do every day. And it's almost like being on the spectrum. It's almost like a like this idiot savant thing, like a Rain Man thing. So he was that way when I watched Venus and Serena's story. They were that way when I watched Beyonce's story. She was that way. And I'm talking about I'm going back five and ten years where I watched these documentaries about these people they just didn't stop. That's what they did is they constantly work, 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 work. And when you see your parents constantly work, 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 it turns you into a machine. 
Hence why I said I started selling holistic products because I said I can't get sick. I have, you know, people depending on me, including my son. My son don't want it. My son thinks I'm, like, immune to everything. I had to give him and his friends some elderberry today. He coughed one too many times. I got to looking at him itinerish, like, what the fuck's going on, you right? Like, you know, but for me, the quarantine hasn't been that bad because a motherfucker like me don't leave her house. I go to fuck to work. I come home. I go grocery shopping. I'm pretty methodical. I go running. That's it. Ain't no dudes coming over here. We don't have parties. There's no company. We don't, you know, that's what we do. We live here. Um, And it just, it hurts me to see that we put so much trust. So, you know, this is the the thing I want to say, and then I'm going to get off because one of my programs is coming on. But I just wanted to put this out there. We're in the middle of Aries season. Aries is the god of war. Chiron is the wounded healer, Okay. So he's the guy that got shot in the back with the arrow, but he's still trying to help you. And Lilith, you know who she is. She's that bitch. Everything is in, in, in conjunct right now. It's like a 19-degree node or something's going on in the universe where people are having to face their, like, deepest, darkest, traumatic childhood fears. And mine was being poor. That was, like, one of my main traumas as a child was getting older and realizing that, we were fucked up. We were poor. And so that's why I lived the last 30 years of my life just being paranoid that, like, I wasn't going to have enough. And it's crazy because I did every single bit of that by myself. When I had my husband, and a lot of people, you know, um, have opinions about that, the number one reason, because um, it wasn't that I didn't love my husband because I did, he's actually one of the only men that I've ever loved, like, like, Met him, like I said, we were married three months later. We conceived immediately, like two months after um, we were married. Everything went very quickly. We were married for four years, and um, where he went, I went. And I think one of the things that disgusted me the most is that I thought I was marrying a man that was like my father, where he wasn't going to just let us be poor. He wasn't just going to let, like, he was going to work. He was going to do whatever he needed to do. And I watched my husband, and this is no shade against him because we cool. You know, he's remarried. I've told you all this all the time. He has two other little girls. Those are my little babies. Not the little one, but the the older one, because, you know, I said the little baby, she don't fuck with me, and that's fine. I don't fuck with her either. And and, uh, I think that one of the most disgusting things that I've ever seen was our bank account get low and him still buying Armani and things like that. And so the fear and the level of poorness that I felt, not because I couldn't buy things, that wasn't it, but because it's like you would have allowed us to starve to death, and I can't have that. And that was the thing that made my, my pussy dry, and I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like I still slept with my husband every single day up until our divorce, but literally every single day, several times a day up until the divorce because I loved him. But I think that a woman has to feel safe, right? So it's not just you have to be big and you have to be able to beat people up, right? You got to be able to take care of me if I can't take care of myself. Sickness happens. You know, everybody was talking shit about Idris Elba and his wife, and she got the coronavirus now. And I said, that's what the fuck she was supposed to do. Like, what was she supposed to do, quarantine herself in the room and not get no dick or not, you know, kiss him in the mouth or not, you know, tell him everything is okay? When they said sickness and health, ladies, that's what the fuck they were talking about. You know, Oprah, Oprah ain't no rider. Y'all love y'all some motherfucking Oprah. Oprah says she put Stedman in the goddamn guest house. I'm losing more and more respect for her every goddamn day. Mm-mm. But 
one of my childhood traumas was being poor, and I said I never want to be like that again. I never want my son to have to feel any type, or even my little sister. My sister's, you know, approaching 30. I never wanted her to feel no type of, like, you know what I'm saying, financial strain, so I just always work. People talk about retirement. I'm talking about, like, what are you talking about? I'm going to be a business owner until I'm 177 years old, and that's just what it is. But, guys, during this time, you know, you you got to try not to be afraid. Think of the things that you can cut out. Think of the things that you don't have to deal with. Think of the things that, you know, is this person that's living with you costing you too much money? You know, is it is it something that, you know, are you bad, are you bad, bad by yourself? Like, do you need this person? Um, if the answer is you're the person that's been doing everything the whole time, then you know what decisions need to be made during this time. You know, we, we, we are in a time when everything has to get cut back. If you can't help me, we don't need to fuck with each other. And that's just some real, like, that's just some real deal shit. You know, if you feel like you can't, you know, go to somebody and be like, you know, you think you can, you know, loan me a short, are y'all even friends? Like, are you even, and I'm not talking about the people that, like, fuck their money off and now you now you need some help. No, I'm not talking about y'all. I'm talking about people that ain't never came to you and this is just something that came out of nowhere that nobody could have thought, you know. Um, that's the people that I'm talking about. But, guys. I'm about to get out of here because, you know, I have to go watch my uh, my new witch program. It's called Motherland. Um, it's about Fort Salem. Uh, you know, and just, guys, just think about things that you can just cut the fuck off right now. This is this is the time to be sitting at home, healing. I've, like, damn near finished cleaning out and organizing the kitchen. Shit, I, I could use the days off. You know what I'm saying? Mama Bear is tired. Mama Bear, you know, needs to regroup, and Mama Bear needs some love. So, guys, I'm going to leave you with this song <laughs> that I love right now. Um, it's uh, Rick Ross and Nip Hustle. But it's just it's just going to show you. Just keep your head up. We're going to be all right. We're going to get through this. We've been through worse than this shit before. Oh, tell me what your crib worth. I hear you talking war, but have you lived first? I'm just here to keep it real and I make you feel worse. Maybe a lost cause, but let's still search. Until the day I die holding my guns up. Rather have a friend or enemy, which one am I? Fuck a bird box, I want to see my brother fly. No longer shackled in chains, young nigga crucified. Walking down the block, rolling my boombox. Hot to miss the dirty nigga, clean tube socks. They gon' keep us in the ghetto till we move out. And we need some better books off in that schoolhouse. Rose Royce weather. Rich, dirty nigga, it took so much effort. I don't give a fuck about who sold more records. Being self-made, give me so much leverage, boss. Payroll, rich gang bangers, y'all ain't even know they make those. Double case loads, push buttons, I got say so. When it's war time, never lay low, y'all play roles. I can't name a fake nigga that was not exposed. Hey, y'all niggas so surprised at Takashi toes. Ain't a real street nigga unless you got a coat. Mine's one common nigga followed by a lot of O's. In the back of the back, rock a lot of gold. Rap music on the charts like it's rock and roll. 
Add something to the art, make a lot of dope. Gotta play my part from the start, cause that's all I know. Double M's, double R's, nigga, all I roll. Course I going viral when them punches throw. On Chris Shaw taking pictures like we rich and po. Another rich rap, nigga, word to Ricky Rose. Yeah. Like a Malcolm X, jealous of my point of view, watching the sunset. I just keep on moving so you won't catch a contact. All my dirty niggas showing me where the love at. Drop the top, candy painted, haters eliminated. Take a photo for fanatics, I often demonstrate it. Rich nigga, dirty game, I'm talking Nick Saban. Bricks raining every day, whiter than Dick Cheney. Dirty nigga, but my sneakers new. She can go and get the two though in a week or two. Dirty nigga with a couple things I could treat it to. Or maybe send it to the jewelers just like me could do. Real niggas that was born and killed. Dirty niggas touching 40 mil. 40 cars on the sporty wheels. Gold bars on my shorty wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 